Hello, 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 and welcome to this edition of Miss Geist from Clueless. Do you remember her? She was she was the teacher who was a total Betty, and I'm joined by super producer Anna Hosnia. Hello. I don't recall. I don't recall. It's been a while since I've seen it. I see Netflix aggressively suggesting to me that they think I should watch it. I have already seen it three billion times, so I can recite most of the words from memory. Uh, yeah. Don't ask why. Let's talk about what is trending right now. Portland is trending. Uh, and, you know, if you follow Robert Evans, you might know why this is trending, because the feds basically have a secret police force uh, just snatching protesters up in the street, taking them off in minivans and civilian cars. Uh, some people have reported they were arrested, and then when they asked for an attorney, they were just let go, but they were given no record of their arrest or anything. Wow. This is definitely a very, very disturbing uh, development, like, in certain cities, but Portland especially because it's just out there in the open. The mayor of Portland, the governor is like, please leave our state. But the president is using this as like just as publicity stunt, essentially, like to say, like cracking down on these people. Because you look at some of the reasoning from Department of of Homeland Security as to why they are going uh, like or why they why it's reasonable for this kind of force. And it's all stuff like these accounts that have gone on since like February uh, violent anarchists graffitied the BPA building. Violent anarchists graffitied the Hatfield Courthouse. Violent anarchists graffitied the Ed- Edith Green Wenell Wyatt building. Violent anarchists graffitied the Terry Shrunk Plaza. Violent anar- Everything is basically saying violent what? anarchists graffitied something. And now what there was... violent a- about graffiti? Well, I think that's, again, because they have... If this read like a normal thing, it would just be like, there's graffiti on these buildings. Right, right. But when you say violent anarchists, I guess it drums up some like, oh my goodness, Antifa, they're coming to get your, they're bringing their Krylons out and they're doing non-stops on the courthouse for all my graffiti people out there. Oh no. Yeah, so I, it's, it's just really, it's difficult to see some of these scenes because like, it's this sort of like what fascism looks like. You have people just like walking on the street, people pull up out of a van and just be like, you come with us now. And it's very, very disturbing, alarming to see. So uh, this story is ongoing, and you can best believe we will have Robert Evans uh, on Daily Zeitgeist to just chime in and give us some of his observations from the ground because, yeah, he's been posting some really, uh, really harrowing uh, content. Next, National Tattoo Day, something, you know, you and I know both about. We've got some ink. I've got, yeah, I've only got really one tattoo. I mean, I guess if I broke it up, there's like two f- shapes and I call it two tattoos, but it's one. It's my arsenal wrist piece. I went through a dumb tattoo phase in my life and I, boy, were my parents right when they said I'd regret it. <laughs> Why? What? You, you're, you're, you don't like your tattoos? Uh, I just like have a lot of weird ones. That, but that was the vibe back then. You know, there's, there was yeah. a wave of being like, yeah, just get that fucking, who cares? It's a folded up paper airplane. Just get it. I just I just now think about like my knuckle tats and like what my hand like my old hands are going to look like in the future with knuckle tats. Oh, your KTs. But I'm yeah. like, oh boy. Huh. I've made some choices. I mean, any yeah, I can only my I need my tattoo redone urgently. It's been about mm-hmm. I'm not going to say how many years, but too many. Uh I can do it. You oh, you could just do, you know, get the laser removal on your knuckles. That way you don't have to like, you know, have that. 
in the future. That's true, but I um I've also heard that's really painful, so I might just Yo, leave. it is. Shout out to my homegirl Allie who got her she had a tattoo yeah. taken off that she did not like. She it was like sort of a young, you know, capricious youth. Let me just get this tattoo. She wanted it off. Yeah. She's like, I'm an adult now, like I don't vibe with this anymore. And I remember mm-hmm. every time she'd come back from like a session, she'd be like, Yo, it's they're burning the tattoo off with lasers, basically. Yeah, that's it, But it's like a it little might bit be worth it's not like big it might, pieces you got to get off your fingers true true but it might just be worth keeping them and just never looking at my hands versus the pain because i'm weak yeah weak willed or just be like yeah or in the future like it's we're gonna look really novel to younger people they're like yeah this remember that generation of people who desecrated their bodies with ink and now it just Mm -hmm. looks like a confusing i don't know collage of imagery anyway there's definitely friends who i have who i'm I think about it and I'm like, oh man, it's we're about 20 years away from this being a really interesting crossroads for you as an adult and being like, did I need all this? Did I need all of it? Yeah. Next, yeah. James Harden, he's trending <sighs> because uh, there was, look, he sent NBA Twitter into a frenzy when I think it was the Houston Rockets account uh, posted a photo of him from the NBA playoff bubble, postseason bubble in Orlando. With him wearing his mask, you know, everybody's wearing masks, you know, social distancing, trying to do right because of the pandemic. But James Harden was wearing a full on Blue Lives Matter with like a Punisher skull, uh, like neck gaiter. Uh, Mm -hmm. And immediately everyone was like, say it ain't so, James. What is going on? He basically said, this is not a political statement, which I figured was the case because he's I don't I can't recall any time James Harden has waded into the political waters. Right. And I believe he just said it looked cool, mm-hmm. which if you look at that mask, I you don't have know no what James Harden no considers cool. cool. Yeah. <laughs> just like, oh, OK, a, dude. A tattered old American flag with a Punisher skull. I mean, oh, maybe he God. just has like, you know, right wing Twitter sensibilities like that is aesthetically kind of his vibe. His aesthetic is like junior high. I'm angry at my parents. Yeah, I look, James. The other thing that he said is the reason he chose like a gator rather than a regular mask is because he wanted to just cover his whole beard because that would mm-hmm. look wild, awkward to like put a mask on right. top of his big ass beard. So in a way, yeah, I'm like, I, the gator makes sense. And then he probably went. This has, quote unquote, a, an element of drip to it. Although it's the completely yeah. wrong kind. And Ooh. We end up with that. And there's we like, up with that. there's articles that are like, you know, some people see the Blue Lives Matter is against Black Lives Matter. It's like some people, yeah, it would like, it came out as a yeah. response. Okay. But, you know, we got to, don't, don't jump into it directly. You don't want to say that most people who rock that uh, bumper sticker on their car definitely are not feeling Black Lives Matter at all. Uh, in fact, they're probably also have a Black Lives Don't Matter uh, bumper sticker at the same time. Next yeah. up, finally. School and school students schooling. This is all sort of trending in one big topic on Google. And it seems like there's just a ton of articles out about like worried parents who are starting to speak out saying like, I don't agree with my school district trying to open yet because what, how could they possibly guarantee my child's safety? And also mine, even if they aren't, if they don't have any bad symptoms, they could transmit the illness to me. A lot of pushback for something. Yeah, that, yeah. I mean, deeply understandable. <laughs> right. I would also not want to send my child 
to a school with other kids, notoriously disgusting, not saying kids are disgusting, but kids behavior, how they treat their like snotty nose, like how they just exist, like coughing in each other's faces, Mm -hmm. not the vibe for a pandemic, not something you want kids involved in around other kids. Like you have the ability to watch and, you know, keep an eye on your kid if they're at their house, if you have like potentially a babysitter or like a nanny who's, you know, you guys have been quarantining together. Nanny's a little bit of a more privileged environment, but like- I have an au pair au from pa- New yes, Zealand. Correct. That's right. But you have no control and you're putting your child in the hands of an underpaid, stressed out human being. Whose life who is also, also at risk. Now, yes, whose life is also at risk. So there's no, it's not controlled in any manner. And it's terrifying. I think this is, yeah, we got to begin just saying like, you know what, when these teacher strikes happen, we have to have their backs. You know, when yeah. when these rent strikes, there's so many things that are, we're gonna we're putting, we need to put the pressure on the right people. Right now, it seems like the media is looking at it, like always bringing it up in like, the school districts wanna open, science is different, rather than just saying like, it is an absurd notion to open a school in a country that has absolutely botched their attempt at trying to contain the pandemic and even do right, right. by their own citizens. And also, you know, yeah. we need more pressure on our legislators to pay people to stay home. Like, that's the problem yeah. is because of that existential dilemma of like, well, if I don't work, I cannot live. Therefore, I have to work or else I cannot maintain this like lifestyle. We also need to be putting more pressure to continue with aid so people don't have to have this like terrible fork in the road of like, well, do I give up all my income? Or do I yeah. like sacrifice my family's safety? It's a it's really 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 morbid, and I just hope enough pressure comes out that like these schools really reconsider putting the students and faculty at risk for no reason, all because yeah. there's a total lack of leadership and a total lack of like having a humane strategy around not you know putting people out in the streets because they had to they want to do the thing that was right for their own health. Anyway. Right. What what a what a Friday. What a and Friday. And they it's not like they're going to hold themselves accountable anyway. Yeah. What can we do? Uh, but I think that's just why, you know, we have to be as vigilant as possible and keep track of the news to make sure that, you know, when there are moments like this that we can give voice to people who are trying to do what's best literally for like our children. I have no children, but the our metaphorical children. With that, it's been a Friday. It's been a week. Another one down. More to come next week. Anna, thank you so what are you much. Gonna, hmm? What are you going to watch this weekend? I'm watching that Netflix movie with Nia Long and Tay Diggs' Fatal Affair. Uh, that is what I will be watching because, man, Made in America, that's when I fell in love with Nia Long. That was like, I, it was over. I've been in love with Nia Long since that film. And this film, I'm just, I'm stoked to see something that isn't just some other Netflix stuff. Any any good TV you've been watching lately? Well, I mean, I was telling you, I just finished Below Deck Sailing. You know what I mean? Ah, yes, yes. You know, there's a guy named Paget there who I believe he had a thing for one of the other, you know, people who worked in the interior. Okay, and named Georgia. I, to me, I was like, that's a couple, not the woman he's with right now. But that's for another show called Deckheads that you host with Nick Turner. Yeah, that's true. How far, how close are you to getting to that season? We're currently recording season 
four of below deck Mediterranean, which means we have to do because we're going in order of when they drop. So next right. is below deck season seven, uh-huh. and then sailing, and then this season five of, of Mediterranean that's happening right now. Mm-hmm. Yep, I gotta we'll hop into that next. All right, well, thank you so much for joining me today, Miss Hosnier. Hey, y'all, be good to yourselves and each other. You know, take some time and be kind to yourself, especially. And wash your hands, be safe. Please look out for each other. As Jack says, don't do nothing about white supremacy, okay? And with that, take care, peace and blessings. Bye-bye.